Good day to everybody on the 6th of September. It's the first official spring morning of the year 2020. And the 6th of September is also our wedding anniversary, Karine and I. We've been married 34 years. We're going into the 35th. And I'd like to encourage all our younger generation who are married, it's not so bad. Don't give up. Work through all of those reality tests and checks and bond. It's possible to actually enjoy your partner year in and year out. Moe nie opgeen nie. Hewelik is die moeite waard. Druk dier. Geniet mekaar. Groei saam. And if you're not married, trust God for the right partner. And also have joy until you meet that person. Let us pray. Father, thank you for a new day, for spring, a new season. Speak into our hearts this morning, I pray, Lord. And as we continue to speak on the gifts and talents ministered to our hearts, that we will be a well-balanced body of Christ, all to your glory. Thank you, Father. Speak to people this morning, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I've touched on the last two Sundays on natural and supernatural, all for his glory. Last week, we spoke on natural gifts, talents, and works, good works that flow sort of naturally. If you have a natural ability, if you haven't watched it, watch last week to build up and to catch up. Why did we even speak about all of these good works the last few weeks? Well, it's interesting. In the church, there's a lot of debates on good works. Some people say there's no such thing. Christ did the last final good work. Really? Some people say, no, good works are like dirty rags. Really? It depends. And if you want to catch the truth on this, biblical truth, listen to the last few weeks. Good works are vital for the church. Not to get salvation, no brownie points with God, not to make God uh, accept you above others. Good works are an outflow after salvation. I accept Jesus as my Lord and God has got a plan for me and no human being on earth will have a plan from God that does not enhance or have good works as part of that plan. Good works that the Father has prepared. Ephesians 2 verse 10. It's very important to understand that. So don't, in Afrikaans is a nice word, muni gril, don't gril, don't be put off by the word good works or good works itself. Good works are important. God will test the motive of every man's works. Is he doing it for self-acceptance? To try and become a hero or a manipulator? God forbid. But good works have been placed there. Shine your light among men. That verse we spoke last week. By shining your light, let your light shine among men. You know what? They'll see your good works and give God the glory. So that's connected, guys. Shining your light and good works. I'd like to start this morning, Revelations 22 Verse 12, and again, we've done it every week. That's the basis of what's coming one day. We say, Jesus, come, Lord. And it's very important to understand. When, when Jesus comes, and the verse will appear on the screen, I'd like to read it, what's going to happen when Jesus comes. 
Behold, I, Jesus, Revelations 22, 12, am coming quickly, and my reward is with me. Friends, Jesus is bringing reward. I bring belooning psalm. Interesting. Is with me, Jesus says. And then he says, to give to each one. I want you to put it into your heads this morning. Each one. Each one. Each one. Elke een. Elke een. Om vir elke een te gee. You can't skip it. To give to each one according to the merit of his deeds, his earthly works and his faithfulness. Very, very powerful statement. Natural giftings and talents allow you to flow in good works. Natural giftings and talents will allow you automatically to flow into good works. But there's, a, there's something interesting here. Like I said last week, we're just touching, it's easy to hand blankets out of a vehicle to poor people and you don't even get your hands dirty, but you've got a, a natural talent to uh, make collection and get people to sponsor and you'll ride on a Sunday afternoon and hand gifts out. It's doing good works, but it doesn't really take on you. It doesn't cost you much. Then you get natural good works. That will cost you. Natural. If you decide you're a good speaker or you've got a compassionate heart and you go and start to work in the prison amongst prisoners because Jesus said I was in prison and you weren't there, suddenly your natural talent is going to start demanding something of your comfort. Well, when you get there, there's a big protocol. You have to check in. They have to scan you. They check all your possessions. There's suddenly discomfort in getting your natural talent across. Some people don't even go that far. But that's still not supernatural. We still spoke last week of just your natural talents and your natural gifts. And we said some will cost you, some will not cost you anything. Today we're going to start with the supernatural gifts and works. Suddenly this whole story changes radically. The minute you enter the supernatural side of gifts, talents, abilities, ministries, it's something connected to an ingredient much deeper called faith. And this is where the church is meant to get to with God. I said last week, God wants the church to start walking in faith in a greater dimension. God wants the church to step out on the water as such. You'll see the pic where Jesus said to Peter, come. He had to step out in faith. Now, supernatural gifts take different, but does take measures of faith to get it to work. And God wants that for his church. There's been a lot of debates on gifts supernatural gifts. Some people hate it. Some people don't accept there is such a thing as gifts. Some people believe that's all we have to do and become totally weird. I told you last, uh, I think it was probably a couple of months ago, the lady I was speaking to and she said, stop, I'm and just listen to God first. And, and that's not unique. That's just weird. That's not a gift. That's weird. 
Gifts are very unique. But before we get to discussing the supernatural gifts, I want to say to you, in the context of supernatural works, that glorify God. There's a very interesting scripture that I'd like to share with you. In James chapter 2, verse 20. And for the Afrikaans people, I'm sure it's simple English. You will understand. It's makkelijke Engels. Very big debate. Did you know that when the Bible was put together, some people wanted this book of James not to be there. Because James said the following verse. It's very interesting. It says, James 2 verse 20, foolish man. It's a very strong statement. Foolish man, are you willing to learn? Now that's very powerful. Is jy bereid om te leer? Are you willing to learn? Learn. Are you willing? That faith without works is useless. It's a very powerful statement. Are you willing to learn that faith without works? I can't say, oh, I've got faith. I've got such strong faith. Oh, I believe. Oh, I just, I've got such faith. And then James says, you say you got faith? Let me see your works. You see, faith, talk about supernatural works, not natural talent. Supernatural works, faith, and works are intertwined. You'll see the picture. Different color rope. But it forms one unit. As I grow in faith in God, I'll also be releasing and exercising works that glorify God. Works that I can't do in the flesh naturally. Does that make sense? I want to tell you a story. Intertwined. Years ago. Years, years ago. I was riding back from Natal, and most of you who know the free state, the province that I live in, will know, just before Bethlehem is a turn-off to Clarence, if you come from Harry Smith, Natal side. Just before Bethlehem, you'll turn left to Clarence. But outside Harry Smith, I picked up a hitchhiker. I was on my own. Good work. Natural good work. Today, it's a bit dangerous, but that's now a stranger I picked this guy up and we were driving and as I was riding with the stranger to give him a lift, that's the good work, I started to chat to him about his life and his past and the person started to open his heart and he has the natural gift to give him a lift. I'm a Christian, I'm giving him a lift, I'm on fire for the Lord. The, the natural gift work is working. I'm doing a good deed. Helping a stranger to the next destination. And I start by faith, talking to him about his life, his past, like Jesus at the woman at the well. And I start going deeper into his past. And suddenly, by faith, the supernatural starts to kick in. And I see this man as a need of Jesus and salvation, which I can give him a lift, but I can't give him salvation. Supernatural. Holy Spirit convicts. 
just after the Clarence turn, long ago, there was lots of trees on the left as well. There is trees on the right, I think, still. I pulled off with the car and stopped. And I had the privilege of the stranger, I've never seen him again, I never got his name, of leading him to Jesus. He accepted Jesus as his Lord. You see, there was a natural work took place, interwoven with supernatural, and God touched his life, he gave his life to Christ, and finally I dropped him off in Bethlehem, rode away, I rejoiced, he rejoiced, and the gift of God had, had taken place supernaturally. Don't underestimate your natural talent and gifts, but start building your faith to bring in. I'm not going to sit today and tell you there's a gift of healing and a gift of prophecy. You can go and read it in Corinthians 12. We've got too much teachings on that, but too little teachings and telling you how to get it to work. So start in the natural. Maybe you're going to help somebody. Doesn't matter in what sense. Sometimes the supernatural gift works just straight out without any natural build-up. We do know that. You just see someone say, I want to pray for you, and God heals him. But I want you to start seeing that the natural that we live in with my natural talents and the supernatural, the gifts of God's Holy Spirit from God himself, God wants it to be interwoven in us, that it's not some weird, spooky thing but it's a flow. I pick up a person for a lift and eventually I speak to him about the Lord and I lead him to Lord and he has a whole bunch of works at work and in the end it's good works God has called me to. God, you'll see where we go, God is glorified and someone has been touched. It's not about a man. Wanneer het te weird is, hoor my, bly weg. Jesus walked on earth, healed the sick, loved the people, but he wasn't weird. People wanted to be with him. James 2 verse 20 says, Foolish man, are you willing to learn that faith without works is useless? Church, we have works and we're not going to proclaim all our faith. When this lockdown is over, we are not going to all sit and scratch each other's backs and say, that lovely faith you've got, and we do no works. Doesn't work like that. Why? Because there's going to be a reward one day for the works, individual and corporately, that we've done. Isn't that precious? Last week, we spoke on that, supernatural and natural, and it's intertwined. Now I want to just go a little bit into Romans Chapter 12, verse 4 to 8. And I want to just lay a foundation for you. As I said, I'm not going to explain the different gifts. You can read up. But remember when we started, it said in, in Revelation, he's going to give a reward to each. Now, Romans 12, verse, uh, 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 Romans 12, verse 4 to 8 in the NIV, it says, For just as each of us has one body... I've got my uh, spring shirt on today. As each of us have one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ we, though many, we form one body. It's makkelijk, ons het het baie al gelees, 
I want you to catch this. Each member belongs to all the others. You watching, if you're a Christian, you belong to me and I belong to you. This hand belongs to this. This forearm belongs to this bicep. And it's to the shoulder. We belong to each other. But he says a very interesting thing just before that. He says these members do not have the same function. Clear. We do not have the same gifts. It's unfair to compare someone's gift to another man's gift and you disqualify or qualify someone higher because of their gifts. It's a gift of God. My hand is much stronger than my ear. But boy, my hand can't do what my ear can do. And so, the word of the Lord is very clear. We each have been given unique gifts. But you have to develop it and walk by faith in that gift. And so, don't let someone with a seemingly powerful gift intimidate you, look down upon you. That's wicked. That's wickedness that's coming to the church. That people who can have a word of wisdom or prophesy, they get this super status because they can, they're better than someone who's got the gift of administration. The gifts are from God and we do it to God's glory to build up his body full stop. No man gets the glory for the supernatural gifts. That's evil. I don't say you can't look up to somebody. But we put people on pedestals. And you fall later and that person falls very hard because he becomes a super person. When there's just one. And it's the giver of the gifts who gets all the glory. Jesus would heal someone and open their eyes and then go and wash someone's feet. It was never the super authority power thing that's crept into the church. Sorry if I'm offending you. It's disgusting when I hear stories of pastors that people have to come and kneel before other people. People have to bow before other pastors because they're the man of God. Oh, come on, man. That's so ugly. God wants us to kneel before his son Jesus, the only one worthy to be kneeled before. And so we each have a gift and they differ and we use it to build up the body. We're continuing with this uh, scripture in Romans and Romans 12 verse 6 it says, we have different gifts according to the grace, remember what I said in Revelation, given to each of us. You have a grace different to my grace. I can maybe speak and teach, you can't. But you can go and do something at a prison that I can't. And you know what, I love you because you're a member of the same body and together we're going to make it work. And he gets the glory, the head of the church. If your gift that says he's prophesying, prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it's serving, serve. Teaching, teach. Encouraging, then encourage. You'll see it on the screen. If it's give, then give generously. If it's leading, do it diligently with fire in your heart. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Interesting, he says, do it, do it. And I'm not talking about Nike. Just do it. 
If you've got that gift, start by faith to exercise your gift. You'll be amazed because God's given it to you, how God will work through your pure heart and start to touch people. Fear and faith are opposition. Fear will let you say, I know I've got this gift, but I'll never exercise it. Why? God, Moses said, I can't speak. And then God said to Moses, isn't it me, God, who made the mouth and will put the words in you, Moses? I've given you a gift to lead the people out of slavery. And Moses just wanted to duck out. Your spiritual gift, very important, is not your natural ability. Often your spiritual gift will go against your natural ability. And it will shock you at what you can do in the spirit. Let's go further. The book of uh, Romans we've done. Let's see 1 Corinthians 12 verse 4. It says, and talk about spiritual supernatural gifts. Now there are different gifts, but the same spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are, it says, and there are different activities in the Holmans, but the same God activate, activates each gift in each person. Isn't that beautiful? The self the God activates elke gave and elke mens wat hy boorte het. Hy activeer het, jy moet het laat groei met jou geloof. He says, a demonstration of the Spirit is given to each person. Remember what I said in Revelations? God's going to come back and give a reward to each person. Why? Because he's given each person ability, a talent, a ministry. Each person, you watching, you've been given something from God and he's going to have a call of accountability. Not only for your natural talents, but also for the spiritual gifts that he's given to each one. Now I'm going to say something scary. Don't be cross with me. Don't be cross. I see you've promised you won't. If God has given you a gift to build the body and encourage the body, as God jou een gave gegeet om die lichaam te bou en liefde, nie arrogantie nie, Maar as God jou gave geel om sy lichaam te bou en jy weier om dit te doen of te gebruik, dan lei ek skade omdat jy te bang is om jou gave uit te leef. Jy is amazing oor. Ek is a great hand. Maar ek kan nooit oor die volgende opdracht wat nie oorwerk nie. Now we can't do that. You see, he says he's given each person a gift to produce what is beneficial. Jou gave is voordelig vir die lichaam. Lichaam. En God sê, ek wil dit activeer. En jy moet het groei in geloof, dat jy sien is tot ander mense. Maar as soveel spookie rabbies daar buiten, ons sê net, ek was self daar, wat ek net naderhand gesê het vir Karin, man ek wil nie eens hoor van gaves nie, want die ouds misbruik mense, met die vaandel van hulle gave. Manipuleer, maak mense seer, kry mense om te kryp voor hulle. Ek kan ons nie aan die kind van God laat kryp voor my nie, omdat ek nou kan profiteer of wat ook al. And so I stood back and God said, don't withhold your gift, because I'm going to call you to account, Ellen, I will test the gifts with fire, and that which was from your men's so 
selfish pleasure will be burned to nothing. But don't stop your gift because the body needs the gift that I've given you, Alan. And I need your gift to make me mooi. Gaves maak mekaar mooi. Bou die lichaam. Voordelig vir die lichaam. Each person. Your gift, as I said, will start in the natural, but so often ends in the supernatural. Are you and me going to be willing in this new season to exercise? I always use the example of my wife, Kareen. Most of you know her. She's precious, and I dearly love her. She's not a public speaker. She doesn't like it. I sometimes ask her for months, don't you want to share a word again? She ducks and dives. Because it's not a natural talent to do public speaking. But the day that she speaks and takes a session, we have more feedback than what I get. There's SMSs. God touched me. The anointing was so real. Thank you for the flow. Thank you that you were so open. Thank you for being obedient. And God has touched me. I've made new choices. And, and she says, but I'm not really a speaker. You see, that's because it's not a natural talent flowing into a spiritual. But she was willing to walk by faith, share a word, and God touched. Guys, there's no excuse when God says, I want to use you to touch someone. Start exercising it even if you're not comfortable. But in love and humility. As we start closing off today, I'd like to share with you, remember I've been dealing a lot with the gifts, so please don't say, yeah, the gifts are finished. They're not. Romans says so, and Corinthians says so, and Timothy says so, and Peter says so. And it's all charisma. It's the gifts. God is speaking to the church. Gifts haven't finished. It's been made a mess. That's why people don't like them anymore. Gifts are real. Holy Spirit gifts are still today. God still heals and ministers and builds people's lives supernaturally. Paul writes in the book of Timothy and he says the following, and this is going to be very interesting to some of you guys. Hierdie gaan baie interessant wees. Hier is iets wat baie min mense weet binnen context. He says in 2 Timothy 1 verse 6, most of us know 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, 2 Timothy 1 verse 6, Paul's writing to Timothy and he says, For this reason I remind you, he says in the NIV, you'll see the verse on the screen, to fan into flame. Jy weet as jy so vlam, hierdie vlam moet nou begin weer. Paul says, fan into flame the gift. Same word as Corinthians, as Romans, all the way through. Fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Do you know what's the next verse? The verse we always quote. Hey, what's the volgende verse? Ek sal net het herhaal in Afrikaans 2 Timotheus 1 vers 6 sê hy, vir hierdie rede herinner ek jou, blaas hierdie vlam weer levendig, hierdie gave wat God jou gegeet het, wat ek Be, amper bevestig het dier die hande oplegging te moet is. En dan die volgende vers is die een wat ons so goed ken en ons koteer om in die corona en oorhaal. Yes, want God het ons nie geest van vrees gegeen nie, maar van kracht, liefde en selfbeheersing. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but love, power and a sound mind. And we all know that verse. Do you know what's the context of that verse? Surprise, surprise. It's the context of your gift, brother. Timothy was 
gifted, I went to look this up, Timothy was gifted to preach and teach. And he had opposition and persecution. And he wanted to draw back from this faith, living his gift. And Paul says, Timothy, you haven't received the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and so on. Go and get that gift in to flame it up again and give that gift to the body of Christ that needs your gift. You don't have a spirit of fear. Don't just quote, I can hear this from Fries, so yeah, I can hear what the politics do, I can do this. Yeah, you can use it. It's quite a flexible verse. But the context was, you've become scared, so you don't use your gift. That God has given, flame it into, uh, 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 blow it up into a real fiery gift again. Fan the flame of your gift, you and me, that God has given you. And Paul and them, they, they confirmed Timothy's gift and they released him into ministry. And he wanted to draw back. And he said, don't fan that gift into flame. You don't have a spirit of fear. Interesting. You don't have the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and sound mind. For what? To not neglect your gift. To go out and do those works God has called you to do. Don't just use the verse that suits your security or your situation. Use the verse in context also. Powerful, isn't it? Not many people know that. As we close off with the last verse, the right attitude, 1 Peter 4, in the Almonds, 1 Peter 4, verse 10 and 11, it says the following. Again, it's a different book, different people. Based, look what he says, based on the gift each one has received. Past tense. Based on the gift each one, everyone, has, it's done, received. Gebaseer op die gave wat elkeen reeds ontvang het. Use it to serve others. Your gifts to serve others. If you have any gift of influence, it's not to make yourself rich. If you have any gift of, of authority, it's not to become the king. It's to serve others with the gift. As good, he says, receive to use it to serve others as good managers of the varied grace of God. Again, he says, different graces to everybody. If anyone speaks, now he's talking Peter, it's not Corinthians, Romans. If anyone speaks, it must be as one who speaks God's words. If anyone serves from the strength God provides, then look how he ends off. So that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything. Settled. No man gets the glory. God gets glorified. And then he says, to him belong the glory, the power, forever and ever, like the Lord's Prayer. Amen. I close off with the pick of the, of the apron. It's a lovely little picture of an apron and it says, we are here to serve. I know our children's workers had that. We are here to serve. My brother, my sister, in the spirit, in the geest. As ek, ek, ek raak nou weird. <laughs> if I could put on spiritual glasses and have a look 
at what you are really clothed with. Are you clothed with an apron to serve, build the body with your gifts? Because he's coming back with a reward. Is it difficult? No. Be humble. Exercise your faith and bless others. May God bless you in the springtime. As the season changes, let's lift the level of our natural gifts and our supernatural gifts. Let's bring them together. Let's become a blessing and beneficial to the body of Christ. And end as Peter said, to him be the glory. I'm busy living out what God has blessed me with. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you. May everyone watching, local or even outside of the borders of South Africa, remind us what our gift is, Lord. May we fan into flame the gift. May you fill us with your Holy Spirit and that the supernatural gifts you've empowered us with can rise up again as parts of a body and we'll bless and build one another to your glory. And that the world will see our good gifts and give glory to you, our Father. And in that we shine our light. Strengthen everyone watching, I pray. You know their personal needs. You know their challenges. But above all, may we love you and be faithful to you, to your kingdom. Amen. God bless you in the springtime. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And thank you for watching. Bye-bye.